Ladies and gentlemen, you're watching Foodcaster. Foodcasts are talking about having a relationship with food, eating, wellness. I'm Michael Seven Michael, and today we've got Sam Eats Plants. How you doing, Sam? I'm so good, Michael. Thank you for asking. Why are you so good? What's going on? Oh, um, I'm really busy for some reason. I'm like equally like stressed, but it's a happy stress. I guess that's what it is. That's a good question. <laughs> so we're in our little virtual studio because the way the world is, but things keep going. And guess what? You got to still keep eating. So I would like to talk yeah. about the holidays. We spoke about the holidays before, but mm -hmm. not in this way. This is the first time going into the hol holidays, keeping in mind of the pandemic, right? So we're going to talk about radishes. We're going to talk about berries. We're going to talk okay. about anything to cleanse the, the system and to keep things going and also build up immune system. So let's start out with radishes. Actually, what do you, got? you know what? What? Radishes, I don't have much to say. And I think radish is one of those foods that is just not sexy enough for people to <laughs> study and, right. you know, and, and fund and do things with. Like, I've seen, like, I've seen studies where there's like 30 different pieces of produce in there. Sometimes, like, 15 types of just lettuce, you know, mm. but no, like never, I never see radish. What I can say in general, there's a couple of things to think about in Eastern philosophy and, and health and medicine. When something's a root, which a radish basically is, uh, it grounds you. And so they say like, when you need to feel more grounded and maybe there's too much emotions or stress, anxiety, or just too like kind of flighty and not so serious, you have root things. Um, and a radish would count in that. Also, radishes are quite waterlogged. So they're very hydrating. And I think they're a great addition to anything like a salad or even not even a salad, like chopping them in half and adding them to some very flavored rice. Um, because one, we can almost never get too much hydration, especially not if it's from foods. Um, and two, it's, it's still a fresh food that's not cooked. And so whenever you add anything that's an uncooked produce, you're adding much more bioavailable vitamins and minerals and phytonutrients. And the red on the outside of radishes indicates um, cancer-fighting properties, just that color alone. So this is just off of like just knowing what food does for you. But it would be great to find out what exactly radishes are kind of like key for. That's a cool one. And it's not that little. What you said wasn't little. That's huge. <laughs> so well, makes me really wonder what. Where's the radish love? I might have to start yeah. a movement. Actually, wait a minute. No. Maybe. No, because then the prices are going to go up in the grocery store so don't do that let's let's not do that but actually you just need a produce yeah i came across i started to i said you know what i haven't purchased radishes in a long time i started eating them they're, they're a little fun 
they're not that fun, but just a little different taste. And then when I started reading the anti-cancer um, part of it, uh, I was like, wow, this, this is actually pretty cool. How come we don't really talk about it? So that's what made yeah. me think of radishes, yeah. Yeah, sometimes some industries just need to have more money. And I don't know what type of industry, like, a radish would fall under. Would it mm -hmm. be, like, the turnip and beet root industry? Like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. But, like, when it comes to produce, like, broccoli has more money. Carrots have more money. Oranges have tons. Like, that whole economy around oranges is huge. But this wouldn't be. So, like, they don't get to do cool things and have cool promotions and a way to brand how awesome a radish is. Yeah. Now, berries, love berries, but I've been told, well, it's interesting. Too much of any fruit is not good because you're still getting a lot of sugar from the fruit. But the, I've been told that berries are not that bad and they're still sweet. So like, a, like the keto, so they embrace the berry, but they are totally against the apple. So what is, what's your take on so any, berries? So any any camp mm -hmm. that vilifies any type of abundance of any fruit is incorrect and is actually more so talking Ooh. to emotions mm -hmm. than actual evidence okay. so any evidence that exists out there shows there's almost no fruit cap in fact there was a study of about 20 people done a, a, a while ago and they made them eat 20 servings of fruit a day. Mm -hmm. And I mean, here they only recommend us like two or three <laughs> servings a day and no one does it, right? Right. Um, but with 20 servings of fruit a day, all they found was like benefits. Nothing else was told to them not to stay away from this or let's go exercise okay. or just eat 20 servings of fruit a day. And then they got things cleared up. They had better blood sugar levels better blood Ooh. sugar levels uh-huh um lowered blood pressure lost weight and crazy bowel movements because it's a lot of fiber but there were absolutely no negatives and so the the um verdict is actually still out if there is even a top cap of like how much fruit is too much fruit so that's what i'm going to say about fruit sugar from a whole food whether it's fruit or yam or potato or a carrot or a beet is exactly what our body needs and how they process glucose. Because remember, our 1 trillion cells run on glucose. We need that. And getting it from produce that has an abundance of it is the easiest and easy, the most easiest to digest and easiest to assimilate out of anything we can eat. White sugar taken from a beet, taken from a sugar cane and bleached down and dehydrated that's the stuff that kills us, all right? So that's what I was talking about fruit in general. So when we go to berries, berries are amazing. They have incredibly high levels of anthocyanin, which is the indigo family of color. Mm -hmm. So we're talking about, if we're sticking to berries, that's right. the blueberries, right. raspberries, black raspberries, strawberries, acai berry, goji berries mm -hmm. um all of that has incredible amounts of anthocyanin which is super powerful like ridiculously powerful in fighting cancer or just making your body prepared to do the fight for um 
for abnormal cells and to get them out of the way. Um, blueberries being probably the, the best one. That's what I'll say. Also, blueberries in particular, when they're already pretty cancer-fighting on their own, but when you mix them with the spiced cardamom, it increases its efficacy by like 10 times. So, yeah, it's kind of crazy. Almost like turmeric and then turmeric with uh, black pepper. It's like turmeric is really anti-cancer. I think a lot of people are becoming right. aware of that. Definitely. But when you have pepper, it's like up by times. It's like it's crazy. Just the addition, just the, the meshing of it. So that's blueberries and cardamom. Third, for people who have uh, sugar assimilation issues, like let's say diabetes or let's say hyperglycemia or candida, having blueberries with your meal, no matter what your meal is, even if it's as greasy as a cheeseburger to as like amazing as a bowl of oatmeal, blueberries will help your body assimilate the sugar into the cells. So let's say you have oatmeal and they take your blood sugar and let's say it says, I don't know, like 130. But if you have oatmeal with blueberries in it, it will be like 115. Wow. It's crazy. And and now, so when you have a blueberries, not strawberries, not the other. No, just blueberries in particular. Okay. So, but all of the berries are really awesome just because like all of them are extremely high in antioxidants, which really gets rid of free air radicals and free radicals come from our you know, uh, toxic environment, the air we breathe, the things we put on our skin, or just acidic foods. And the antioxidants get the free radicals out of the way, which is great because free radicals damage DNA and damage ourselves. So, but blueberries are like amazing. Now, can you grow your own berries at home? Or is that something that only in the Caribbean, only in hot ah. areas, you know, can you... Um, Make a greenhouse? Can you do it on a rooftop? Backyard? So my, um, I'll call her, like, my partner in, in the crime, but we do different things, but we come together, we, we do awesome stuff. So she's a nature person, and she's a plant person. Okay. She plants. And I can only imagine what she would say right now, and blueberries are her bush, like, that's her thing. But um, the what I know, and I'm no plant person, um, blueberries grow in temperate zone. They can. They can grow in places more warm like Georgia, but they can. They also grow in like Washington State and Oregon, you know, places like that. So, in theory, I feel like people could have blueberry um, bushes in most of what America is. Um, but I don't know how difficult or hard or how long you have to wait. I don't know if it's a temperamental bush or if it's something that's kind of prolific. What I noticed in Portland is berry bushes were out of control like <laughs> they were growing on the side of highways <laughs> they were everywhere and when i found out later that oregon or that area the willamette valley area is kind of a temperate zone rainforest and so what you find is cherries like cherry trees anything that's berry like what you're talking about they just grow abundantly and everywhere so it makes me think that blueberry bushes are not problematic to grow but i'm not a plant expert have you ever tried? No, because I kill plants that I try and try to. I am trying. I'm trying. I live now with plant people, so I hopefully by assimilation I will get the tactic and I will be able to grow plants without killing them. Yes. So you eat plants, 
but that's it. <laughs> so far. I want to grow plants. In theory, right. I would be growing plants on a farm somewhere. Right. But I might just have to make sure my kids know how to do that. Yeah. They'll, 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 they'll do it. They'll step it up. But what about mm-hmm. radishes? I mean... Should be easier than berries, right? It might be. It might. I mean, what do, what do I know? I, I mean, I don't grow food. I want to. Yes, I visit farms, and I do apple picking, and I go pumpkin patch picking. I do all of that, but I don't do it myself, so I don't know. My kids know how to grow things better than I do because they learned at homeschool. Well, did you and do I'm, any of that this season? The apples and the pumpkins? Yeah. Pumpkin? Yes, I think apple picking happened twice, and also visiting farms. Mm-hmm. I visited a great farm with a wonderful lake, and um, so I'm into it. I just want to do it. Mm-hmm. I just want to, like, hire someone to do it. And then I'll just teach people what to eat and how to eat for everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, everyone has their position in life. Right. So maybe I'll learn how to grow it, and then you decide how we're going to consume it. Exactly. That totally makes sense. Now, going into this holiday season, um, it's always good to give thanks. It's always a good time to appreciate one another. But we do have to be careful because of what's going on berries from what we're talking about will definitely help radishes will definitely help are there any other fruits or vegetables around the thanksgiving table or the virtual thanksgiving table that need to be there for us to stay healthy so yeah the the berries are very protective Mm -hmm. because when you have a bunch flooded with antioxidants you have a body that like wards off viruses and bacteria like nothing like it's super easy mm. um we want to get into like some of the other colors that tend to kind of pop up during this time like orange squashes excellent butternut squash acorn squash pumpkin um these are all incredibly protective too um and they kind of help other areas of the body more specifically things like with your eyes um things with circulation um, berries also, I mean, honestly, they're all good, but those orange squashes, the yams, you know, even, uh, Okinawa yams that are purple in color, all of those will be incredibly protective. Also very high in antioxidants, mm-hmm. keep free radicals away. Um, great for certain organ health, especially like blood vessels, um, kidneys, so these are very, very protective. And especially, you know, sometimes we eat things that put our bodies more at risk of, you know, getting sick um, during this time. We eat things with a lot of sugar. And when I say sugar, I mean like, you know, white sugar that's added into stuff like desserts or sauces. We eat things with a lot of sugar. We eat things that are like maybe from cans and like eating from a can is fine, but you know, how often are we going to do it? And then the turkey and the fat of the turkey and all of that. And so it is far more important to get these, these produces in like cranberries. We didn't talk about cranberries when you mentioned berries, but talk about an anti-cancer berry. Cranberries are number one. Mm. They're number one on their own by so much. Um, that it, it knocks all the other fruits out of the water, um, cranberries and lemon in particular. So there are things that are already popping up around the season, but you want to look at things that kind of 
grow from the earth. And that's going to kind of dictate how you protect yourself um, from falling sick or, or catching anything. And, you know, and you mentioned something really quick. I don't want this to be overlooked. When you're talking about canned food, the hazard is the, that filament in the can, that the little plasticky thing, like when you open it and it's like right on the top or that little film around, that is not good for the body at all. So, so I no, want, it's not. want people to just be aware that that's, that's the issue. It's not it being canned itself. It's the chemicals. It, it's, it's kind of a little bit both. I mean, there are people who, when um, the food industry went through their huge revolution and everything started coming into cans, and people were like, oh, this is so much more convenient, there were people who were getting tin poisoning because cans were made out of tin. So... Yes, right now, the main issue would be like the kind of plasticky thing that kind of lines the aluminum mm -hmm. because they also don't want it sitting in aluminum. So if you want to know the cleanest way to buy food that's pre-packaged is a glass jar. And it's 100% and it's clean. There's no um, residue that comes from glass at all. So it's 100% clean. And then glass is also recyclable. But it will be more expensive buying it from glass. But I'm seeing it actually pop up in stores now, beans in glass jars, mm -hmm. like pre-made uh -huh. beans. But, you know, back to Thanksgiving stuff, like some people have beans for Thanksgiving. I know not all Americans, but I know I did. Mm -hmm. And beans are excellent, too. Um, I would say focus on all the plant stuff for Thanksgiving, guys. Let's focus on the colorful foods for thanksgiving and then minimize the other stuff so that we make sure that we're not you know um putting our bodies in susceptible positions to like get sick when no one wants to get sick right now that's a, yeah. that's a good good point Be beans are good fruits vegetables beans and nuts yeah <laughs> i'll also say greens get your greens in Get your kale, get your collards, get your spinach, your lettuces. I mean, those are also very high in antioxidants, but they also have something that the other plants don't have, the other fruits, and that's chlorophyll. And chlorophyll is like a blood cleanser, basically, because it's the blood of plant, and so it actually helps our blood, and things kind of move really well uh, on chlorophyll. And you can actually feel a bit more awake, kind of need a little less sleep. It's, it's almost incredible. Even chlorophyll, just a supplement, the liquid, Mm -hmm. You can put that in your water. It's a few drops. Um, and if you're drinking a lot of it, it's like you need less sleep. Seriously, even with, like, keeping your diet the way it is, you need less sleep. Like, you're waking up sooner. Um, forget it. Like, going to the bathroom is, is just, like, amazing. It's it's crazy. <laughs> and, and you don't even have to change other things. It's like anything else you do. It's like, okay, I'm going to change my lifestyle. I'm going to do this and this no, and this. Just, and this. I could just imagine anyone either listening to this on the Foodcaster podcast or watching this video on YouTube or on geekcaster.com or on, or on IG, uh, the real Foodcaster on IG. They never would have thought you would ever say, going to the bathroom can be amazing. Listen. Most Americans are constipated and they don't even know it. And that is uh, impacting health way more than people even understand. Mm -hmm. Way more than people even know. Mm -hmm. 
So yeah, chlorophyll is really good for that. Um, and again, that's and vegetables. Everything, and anything, that's green. Anything, anything green. Anything green. Green, except gotcha. avocado. Avocados are fruit, but all the other green plants. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah. Even though I love my avocado, I actually had that first thing this morning. Actually, I had honeydew first thing. Well, it wasn't in the morning. I, I kind of ate that. I like. I haven't yeah. had honeydew in a while. Yeah, I, I had it cut up. It's not in season right now. I just needed yeah. something, something fresh. Mm-hmm. But also, when we talk about Thanksgiving and talk about um, what we're going to eat, herbs are super important. One, because they make your meals taste amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, a little rosemary, a little parsley. But herbs are antiviral by nature. So if you want to guard your body really well for the the invisible virus out there mm-hmm. uh, eat lots of herbs like use pesto you know pesto is basically just herbs almost you know um rosemary rosemary oregano basil dill cilantro peppermints all of that all herbs all herbs are antiviral. Well, this so is I'll great because I'm now on my own food caster journey and I open the door for herbs. I'm ready now. <laughs> like I'm, I did everything in stages. <laughs> yes. So I'm, I'm ready. Stages, yeah. Yeah, so I'm really excited about, about this. Yeah, you can, I mean, there's always like, to make it easier, you can just buy tea bags of herbs and then you can just drink it as a tea like mint tea or i mean they don't really make rosemary tea but you can still do it yourself you just take rosemary throw it in water and just boil it um and you can do that with basil and cilantro too if you really wanted to but yeah even just drinking mint tea to make it in a normal part of your day mm-hmm. you know i would advise anyone listening or watching that start a practice of drinking a tea a day Mm-hmm. And then you can start gearing it towards what you want for yourself. I drink tea about oh, probably I probably average one point five cups a day. I sometimes drink tea twice in a day, and they're always for a reason. So I drink teas for certain herbal effects. But I think if you start a practice of drinking tea, then you can more easily decide. Okay, what do I want to do medicinally? All right, let me put some echinacea in today or flu season's coming up, let's do some golden seal a lot so we can like mm-hmm. um, protect our lungs, um, things like that. And if anyone, would, like the last teas I drank was dandelion chai. And I did dandelion as a detox. I don't remember what happened. Right. Dandelion is really good for um, people with like um, heart problems and something else. Um, is, it, is it cholesterol or blood pressure? I could imagine cholesterol, but dandelion root is a powerful detoxifier. So if anyone has a really toxic type of body, so mm. someone who eats a lot of deep fried animal products like processed foods, they never eat vegetables. If you were to drink some serious dandelion tea, you will sweat so much when you go to sleep because it really purges things out of your body. 
And so I know for me personally, I will I will use dandelion when I'm like, maybe I had a weekend where I was just like eating more sugary things than I usually do. Mm-hmm. Or honestly, if I'm like super, super stressed, because stress causes a backup of toxins too, and I'm kind of anxious, and I'll like get a massage and drink dandelion tea because both those things move toxins out of your body. So You know what? Put it out there. Everybody knows this because the signs happen, but we just kind of say stuff, but we don't really like the light bulb. Oh, I got a stress pimple. (laughs) Right? Yes. See? It's all there. Yes. Or even people that like break out in hives or like, you know, they get a rash because like, I've just been so stressed. This is what's happening on my neck. It's it's like, it's coming out like, cause you are, the stress creates toxicity right and i'm like it has to go somewhere and honestly i tell people it's better if it comes out out of your skin and then kind of like in to your organs Mm -hmm. you know so whether we do it next week or right after Mm -hmm. i would like to do a post thanksgiving episode because that's i think that whole detox and what do people do after <laughs> the Battle of the Village? <laughs> after they stress out their gallbladder and pancreas? Yeah, 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 yeah. So can we do that? Is that possible? I like that idea. Let's do that. Yeah, I think that's important. So let's see. Some of the things to... I would never tell people to avoid, enjoy. You know, it, it's, it's a journey. It's about... Um, not any particular clicks of, well, we do this, well, we eat that, but I would give my list of uh, holding back. Don't eat too many ribs if you're going to go there. Don't eat too much mac and cheese if you're going to go there. And then my third would be don't eat too many of the, the desserts. And I would actually follow it up and say, eat abundantly the mm. color produce the produce yes eat that abundantly you know, and sometimes people don't get excited oh salad thanksgiving but when i say produce i also mean like the yams i okay. also mean like pumpkin stuff if someone made a pumpkin soup i also mm. mean um uh, granted people put sugar in their cranberry sauce but mm. i mean even that it's like the cranberries are so healthful And this is what I mean, like up your produce stuff so that the other things can be a little bit more minimal and you just crowd it out with all these antioxidants because then when you eat a lot of the produce, it can negate some of the negatives that come with the other foods. Okay. So get your produce game up, y'all. Yes, please. All right. Thank you. Yeah. So what is your social media? You can find me at Sam Eats Plants. Um, also these days you can find me out in my restaurant because I'm doing so many videos these days and I'm talking about like health there too. So that's at urban vegan kitchen as well. Excelente. And you could always find me at Michael seven, Michael on IG, uh, all the other shows, different things going on, go to geekcaster.com, including watching past episodes of Foodcaster, and for the IG for Foodcaster, go to The Real Foodcaster. Check that out. All right, this is excellent. Well, guys, eat well, 
be well, take care of one another, social distance. Try not to uh, forget that. It's important. Can't wait till this is like an old video and, oh, remember back in the day when we had the social distance? <laughs> that would be great. Or we actually are living in a dystopian future. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe one or the other. I'm gonna, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> We'll see. Well, thank you so much. Sam Eats Plants. I'm Michael Seven. Michael, and you're watching Foodcaster.